Hi, my name is Mason Dukacek, and in today's episode, I'm actually going to talk about a movie. And the movie came out, I think it was 2011, it was called Moneyball, and it starred Brad Pitt, and it was about the general manager of the Oakland A's, Billy Bean, and his assistant, who was an Ivy League economics student, I guess he from Yale, and how they changed baseball. And the challenge that they had was they had a very, very small budget compared to teams like the New York Yankees. And their goal was to compete on a level playing field and win when the teams they were competing against had budgets that were multiple times what theirs was, what their budget was. And the, the economical approach to baseball using statistics instead of gut feel shifted the way baseball was played and managed. It was very, I, I found the, the movie very fascinating because you know it, it talked about or had pictures of the old scouts and scenes with the old scouts in there who had been scouting baseball and making rec player recommendations like they had for years and they're talking about you know a guy's confidence or his swagger or how how pretty his swing was. Well what the general manager Bean wanted to know was can the guys get on base? And with the help of his his statistically oriented economics assistant, they made decisions based on facts and data and not on how a guy walked or carried himself or how good looking his girlfriend was or, or which they actually talked about in the movie or um, how pretty his swing was. And they, and I will give you one particular example. They were looking for, you know, when other people were signing players for millions of dollars, they were looking to pick up people that were, could contribute to the team almost as well for a few hundred thousand. I mean, it was that level. And they were taking people that other teams had written off. And why do I tell you this? What does that have to do with management? What does that have to do with business? Pretty much everything. You know, there are ways to manage risk and capitalize on this. Like one of the one of the things I really liked about it, and I don't want to digress, but they found a catcher who no other team wanted to sign because he hurt his elbow and hurt his arm and he couldn't throw. So if someone was going to try to steal first or second base, he wasn't going to be able to throw him out because his arm was out. But the guy could hit and the guy could get on base. So while he would have been a misfit toy for another team, the A's wanted him and they just changed him. Hey, you know, this guy can hit, he can get on base. We'll give him a position where he doesn't have to throw. We'll teach him how to play first base. And they did. So they found different ways to, to utilize people's strengths and abilities. You say, Mason, can you give me an example and an idea of a money ball strategy towards employment or management? Absolutely. You know, I'm a huge fan of pre-employment testing for skill, attitude, personality, etc. And you know, I always ask business owners, is there any reason why you wouldn't want honest, drug-free, reliable employees with a work ethic? And the obvious answer is no. Of course there's no reason you wouldn't want that. But not everybody screens for that. I think they should, but they don't. But anyhow, um, if you can get honest, reliable, drug-free employees with a work ethic, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can do. For example, and, and I've had people, and it's real easy when you get people who, who can contribute. You know, if, if I got 100 employees, and they're operating at 50% of their capacity, it's really they're only getting the work done of 50 employees. But if I have 50 employees and they're, work, and they're going all out, then I'm getting the work done of 50 employees for half the cost. So there's some economics. Another question is, how do you do that? Well, just like 
you know, they had scouts and they had statistics to review, well, you know, employers have background checks and drug tests and, and performance evaluations and pre-employment tests that they can use to gather data to make better decisions. You know, and, I, and there's been some markets and some points in time where people have said, Mason, that sounds great, but, you know, right now I can't afford to be selective. You know, we got to take anybody we can get. You know, if they can fog a mirror, we'll hire them. You know, well, what can I do about that? Well, there's things you can do to minimize risk there, too. So let's just say that I administer some skill, attitude, or uh, an assessment to measure things like integrity, reliability, work ethic, and substance abuse, which are available through my company, by the way. But shameless plug there. But let's say someone administer, wants to administer those, and they're identifying some high-risk folks, but they have to have bodies to operate the machinery. Well, what can you do? Well, or work in a warehouse or whatever. Um, if you identify some folks who may be a little higher risk than normal, but not too bad, well, just don't put them unsupervised by themselves night shift where they can get away with more stuff or not work hard. You know, put them under um, some additional controls and oversight and you'll get more out of them and minimize your risk. But again, it's all about identifying what you have. So again, all I'm trying to say is that just like they approached it, they used a statistical common sense approach to, to baseball, I'm saying that business owners and managers can do the same thing and using data and knowledge and information to identify people who can perform at certain positions very, very well um, and I d and when there's a risk, they can minimize it so by using that information. So anyway, I hope th that line of thinking is helpful to you and you look at your business operations differently and can make better decisions faster moving forward. And I appreciate your time and hope it's helpful. Thank you.